live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Thank you. Well, you know, obviously, I mean, unless you have a special kind of mask that I don't know about. The fact is, sure, when you're eating and when you're drinking, take the mask down. But to the, to the extent possible, keep it on when you're in an indoor congregate setting. Dr. Fauci, has you advised the president about the possibility of new testing requirements for people coming into this country? Does that include everybody? The answer is yes, because you know that the new, uh, uh, the new uh, uh, regulation, if you want to call it that, is that anybody and everybody who's coming into the country needs to get a test within 24 hours of getting on the plane to come here. But what about people who don't take a plane and just these border crossers coming in in huge numbers? You know, that's a different issue. For example, when you talk, we still have Title 42 with regard to protection at the border. So there are protections at the border that you don't have the capability, as you know, of somebody getting on a plane, getting checked, looking at a passport. We don't have that there. But we can get some degree of mitigation. Is there something to do to test these people somewhere else? There, no, there, there is there is testing at the border under certain circumstances, as you know. Okay, so the, for the people in California, we've been in contact with the public health officials in California. I'm not sure exactly what they're going to say, but I'm pretty sure they're going to say just do all of the mitigation, all of the things that we have been talking about up to now. For those who've not been doing that, start doing that. For those who have been, continue doing that. Yeah, I mean, again, there's the official determination of what something is for a variety of reasons. For example, employment and getting vaccinated. What is the definition? That will stay that way. For optimal protection, I'm talking about what your personal effort to be optimally protected. That's why I say we should all get boosters. In terms of the mandate, you have a vaccine mandate, right? Uh, at what point does the booster... All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Look, nobody cares. Tony the Ratface Fauci, okay? Peter Ducey of Fox News. What a great trap he just set for Tony Fauci there. Is it true that everybody that comes in has to have a COVID passport or be vaccinated? Yes, yes, that's true, and that remains true for everybody who decides to get off or on a plane coming to the United States, and that includes everybody. Yes, that remains the case. It is for everybody. What about the people coming across the southern border? Well, that's an entirely different story. That is an entirely different story, and we do we do test down there in some circumstances. Some circumstances, moron. You ever get this? You ever get the sense that this guy's got like little man syndrome, and he just loves, absolutely loves to put a booster, uh, a little booster seat or a little, a little, a little uh, stand up behind that podium and stand up with the with the words White House behind him. This guy, I mean, seriously, are we ever? Ever, ever, ever going to take this guy seriously ever again? Well, that's a different story if they come across the southern border. You mean COVID doesn't follow them in? That was a great, great trap set by Fox's Peter Ducey. So I'd like to, uh, I'd like to put my raise my coffee cup to the, tonight uh, as we start the show to Peter Ducey for being able to trap him. And I, and I don't even understand how it was so easy to trap this guy. I really don't. I don't understand how it was that easy to trap him. Like, how did he not see that coming? How did he not know that that is where Peter Ducey was taking this line of questioning? I thought this guy was a genius. I thought he was the smartest man who ever lived on the face of the earth. <laughs> not so smart. Completely outsmarted by Peter Ducey. 
How dare you, Peter Ducey, make Tony Fauci look so stupid in front of the American public. He can do that himself. He doesn't need your help, Peter. He already makes himself look stupid by contradicting everything he says and flip-flopping on literally everything that has had to do with this COVID-19 Fauci-funded China virus. Un. Believable, But the substance of that uh, press conference was to tell you that the Omicron variant is now in the United States. Well, of course it is. We're in an election season. We're in an election season. The next variant will be something else. The next variant will be something else. But the, the end game here, the end variant, the last variant that we will ever get will be called the communist variant. And that is what Tony Fauci and his puppeteers are pushing. Unbelievable. But I really wanted to start the show out today with that cold open because i thought it was a wonderful trap that peter Ducey set for him the reality of uh, of the answer uh was absolutely asinine and actually is really bad for this country however it was nice to see somebody outsmart dr fauci once again like we've been doing for the last two years it's amazing when people like myself who are not virologists not doctors uh in any way shape or form have been able to call everything correctly and this guy has been wrong on everything so either he's not as smart as he says he is or he has an agenda i'm inclined to believe it's the latter ladies and gentlemen welcome to live from america today is wednesday hump day ladies and gentlemen and it is the first day of december god bless all of you during this holiday uh, holiday season and uh, i am your ever so humble god-fearing and god-loving host jeremy harrell the hip-hop patriot coming to you live as always from the live free or die state of new hampshire and i just got word today from uh, Real America's Voice News and uh, Dave Bray USA uh, that we will be back out on the road mid-January in Phoenix, in Las Vegas, and all out west. It's about time we come out west and we will be on the road once again in January. Truly live from America, ladies and gentlemen. Please let me know where you're from. Let me know your name. I would love to give you a shout out on social media. And if you are watching on social media, I would ask that you like and share the video as many times as possible. If you're watching on digital TV, satellite TV, or even local cable throughout the country on Real America's Voice News, different distribution channels, I would like to say thank you for watching. Welcome to Live from America. If this is your first time, buckle up because you are in for a ride. Let me say hello to Joe from texas who is watching god bless you joe um rosebud says my hubby posted the last variant will be communism yes that is true sharon from texas how you doing good to see you we've got uh uh c cappy is watching how you doing young lady it's nice to have you here claire is watching sandy from the great state of minnesota we've got annette wilson watching from arlington uh arlington i didn't know if that was virginia or where that was but how you doing vicky from baltimore is watching cheyenne how you doing good to see you thanks for watching tonight darlene from michigan is watching god bless you we will be talking about the high school shooting today uh sad sad tragedy and thank you very much for for bringing that up um because it it uh it needs to be um we can't forget about these tragedies. Tragedies. We have to make sure that we keep them in our prayers. Kim from Oklahoma is watching. How you doing, Kim? And of course, Angie Garcia Moni from Illinois. She says, God bless and God bless you as well. And of course, one more, Jan from Flint, Michigan. Are you able to drink the water up there in Flint, Michigan yet? Something that kind of went under the radar and we don't even talk about it anymore. But I would be, uh, I would love to hear what the update is with Flint, Michigan and with any kind of lawsuits that might be going on up there due to that poorly Democrat run area. Um, so thank you all for watching. I do very much appreciate it. And I want to give a big shout out to Real America's Voice News for facilitating this show every day of the week. It's truly an honor to be here. I would not give this show to anybody else but Real America's Voice News. Not OAN, not Newsmax, not even Fox News. You could offer me $1 million to go to Fox News and I would tell them to stick it the same place that they stuck the 2020 fraudulent election that they don't talk about anymore. The same place that they stuck Mike Lindell for trying to be at the tip of the spear and fighting for all of our rights here in America. Uh, I'm happy right where I am. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's move to the only reason that we are all here, and let's give our love to the Lord and Jesus calling. I would like to start off December by saying, uh, reading Isaiah 9, 6, which says, For to us a child is born, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, 
mighty God, everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. December 1st, year of our Lord, 2021, Jesus Calling. Evening version reads this. Your yearning for permanence is good because it is longing for eternal, invisible reality. That reality is primarily about me, and I draw near in response to your seeking heart. I am able to give you a firm place to stand, setting your feet on a rock. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and give me a firm place to stand. Psalm 42. And from Psalm 18, 2, reads, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. You can also read Revelation 21, 6, and 1 Timothy 1, 17, to see where this uh, devotional drew its inspiration from. Before you turn out the light tonight, before you go to bed, ponder what it means to hide yourself in me, your rock, your fortress, your stronghold, and your refuge. And ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you, God is at work today, especially with the Supreme Court being at the center of the universe right now. Again, we will no longer be a blessed nation unless we tackle this major problem head on, and that is this senseless, horrific murder of God's blessings to our nation, which is our babies and our children. The Supreme Court is hearing cases today, and we will talk about that on today's show. And if you missed this morning's show, I highly suggest that you go to jeremyharrell.com and click on today's show and watch, because we had an interesting call to Eric Swalwell's office in Washington, D.C. And I got to tell you, I won't recreate it, but it was funny, it was amazing, and I think you'll have a blast watching that. So please go back and watch this morning's show, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, by going to jeremyharrell.com or by visiting the Rumble page. I think you'll be, uh, I think you'll like what you see. Uh, anyway, folks, let's all get together right now and give our thanks to the Lord by saying the Lord's Prayer together because it is only through the Lord that we will get back to being a blessed nation. So, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a completely viewer-funded show. So if you are so inclined, please become a monthly donor here on JeremyHerald.com. Or you can go to PatriotFoods.com or MyPillow.com using the promo code LFA uh, for any of your purchases for this Christmas season. All Made in America products. And a little bit of that comes right back to Life from America as well. And I appreciate all of your viewership and all of your kind dedication and compassion to the show. Thank you very much. We're going to take our first break here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. We will be back in about two and a half minutes for the first and foremost section of today where we will be highlighting what happened at the Supreme Court today and moving forward, what it means for Roe v. Wade. We'll be right back right after this. Thank you very much and stay tuned. And God bless you all for those rumble rants that I've seen instantly from starting off, off the show. Uh, Deanna from Ohio, um, Stars and Stripes, Bev from Iowa. We've got, uh, of course, Jen. She says, choo, 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 Jen J in Minnesota. And of course, Victoria, she says, okay, I'm on the dollar train today. Love the LFA family. Well, I love you all, and I thank you all very much. You have no idea how much the extra revenue uh, puts Life from America right over the top uh, outside of our budget. I will. I do want to give you all an update while we're doing this little commercial break. Uh, the, uh, the first part of the uh, Real America's Voice team will be flying out here to New Hampshire Friday. 
and uh, I will be picking them up from the airport. I don't know how that is going to affect the shows yet because I don't have times in which they are going to arrive, but they will be out here Friday and Saturday this week putting together the brand new studio. It is about time, and I am so happy, but they're actually going to have to come back again next week and finish up because there was a few things that were back ordered that we could not get in time that were very pertinent to make sure that the studio was up and running correctly. So it will be... Uh, the following weekend that we actually get done and then of course the start of that next week we will be in the new studio I am so so incredibly happy to show you the progress I'm not going to show you the progress until we get done, uh, but I'm so incredibly happy to show you. I, I, I did post pictures of the uh, of the very beginning of everything, and this new studio is going to take Live from America into a new stratosphere, and that is only and all because of all of you and the grace of God, and I just could not be happier to be in this position. Um, the, the new studio will look very, very familiar because it will be uh, modeled after the other Real America's Voice studios, of course, with the Live from America flavor added to it as well and um and it's going to be truly amazing it's going to be great to, to have the the high quality uh video and the high quality sound that i have not been able to accomplish uh, up until now because this stuff is extremely expensive i will tell you that the new studio came in roughly right around 20 it, by this time it's all done it'll be twenty five thousand dollars It'll be a $25,000 studio, which is actually small budget compared to some big studios like you see at Fox and CNN. But all that stuff is overrated, folks. They spend way too much money. They have way too much overhead to bring you the truth. And that's what they have to do. They have to glamour themselves up to make up for the truth that they're not telling you. So I, I got to say, it's been, a, it's been a wonderful ride. And uh, I wanted to make sure that I gave you guys that update on the new studio. Um, Love the morning show, says F250. Uh, it was an absolute laugh, side-splitting laugh, and I needed that. I got to be honest with you, most of the a majority of the messages that I got from you folks today pertain to just that, saying thank you so much for giving me a laugh. I needed that, and we do need that. We do need to smile, and we do need to laugh. Uh, Lisa Naquin says, just became a monthly donor today. Why is there no Armor of God merchandise? Because I have redesigned the Armor of God gear, and uh, I've actually sent a way to have it started to be created. By December 15th, the store will have Armor of God stuff and everything else in there. Um, but if you become a monthly donor, you also get a 20% discount on all the apparel as well. So thank you very much, uh, Lisa. God bless you, and uh, it's much appreciated. Let me have a little bit of slurp of my coffee here. I only see 17,000 subscribers, says Rusty. Man, I hope that's the real number. You need to be heard by millions. That is the real number. I actually had about 500,000 on Facebook, and it's been a claw to get back. Uh, but it's okay. I'm right where the I'm right where God has me, uh, exactly how he has me here, and I'm happy with that. So let's get to the first and foremost section. Here we go. Thanks for sticking around here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from america and i am jeremy harrell coming to you from the live free or die state of new hampshire and if you are uh, still christmas shopping make sure when you visit mike lindell's mypillow.com he's got 600 sales going on right now and if you put in the promo code lfa for live from america then you'll get a huge discount and you'll be helping the show out as well i promised that we would start off the first and foremost section of today talking about the supreme court and that is exactly what we are going to do today is a hugely important day, ladies and gentlemen, for babies in this country as the Supreme Court heard oral arguments in the Mississippi abortion law case, which could be the beginning of the end for Roe v. Wade, because there's about 28 other states that are waiting to hear the Supreme Court's decision on this Mississippi law. And that Mississippi law right now is no abortions after 15 weeks. A little bit different than the heartbeat bill in Texas, but this is going to crumble the left's agenda, and this is going to crumble these godless, senseless murders of our babies, which are nothing but a blessing from our God, the creator of the universe. That would be the single greatest thing, ladies and gentlemen, to happen in this country in decades. And I got to tell you what, as far as I, as far as my opinion goes, saving these babies and overturning roe v wade is more important to me than the 2020 election fraud it's more important to me than the 2022 election the 2024 election and anything else that has been politicized in this country i would rather see 
the gift from God that we overturn Roe v. Wade more than anything. Now, that might not be your opinion. Your opinion might differ from mine on that. But me, as a Christian, as a father of five, and as somebody who was part of an abortion earlier in his life, nothing would make me more happy than to see this country go back to the godly nation that it once was. Nothing, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Justice Clarence Thomas made history today. And what do I mean by that? Well, Justice Clarence Thomas has been one of the most silent judges on the bench in any court proceeding for the last decade. As a matter of fact, for a period of 10 years, Justice Clarence Thomas, whom, by the way, the left is absolutely terrified of, and also the same people that are terrified of him today are the same ones that did that high-tech political lynching, is what uh, Clarence Thomas called it back when he was uh, grilling Joe Biden for grilling him. Uh, these same people that are scared of him are the same people that tried to destroy him when he was first nominated for the Supreme Court. And God, God, thank you for putting Clarence Thomas on that Supreme Court. He has been one of the strongest conservative judges that we have had on that Supreme Court. And I thank God every day that we have somebody like Justice Clarence Thomas in the Supreme Court. But he did something today he's not done in 10 years. He had a question from the bench. This is, this is, this is history, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you know, but in 10 years, Justice Clarence Thomas did not ask a single question from the bench. But he did today. Ladies and gentlemen, he did today. And I would love to read to you what he said. This was his question when he opened up the proceedings today. And it's got the left crazy livid right now. The, uh, the abortionists of this country are absolutely livid. And so are the, left, uh, the left-wing politicians because they fear Clarence Thomas. He said this. This was his question today. Quote, does a mother have a right to ingest drugs and harm a pre-viable baby and his second part of that question was can the state bring child neglect charges against that mother if she does so the answer to that is yes the state can bring charges against a mother who ingests illegal drugs that does harm to a pre-viable baby now how can you as a society bring charges against a mother for ingesting harmful drugs that hurt a pre-viable baby, but in the same sentence say that it's absolutely okay to senselessly murder a helpless baby. You can't. So that question that was posed by Justice Clarence Thomas was the most single uh, 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 death blow to the left. It was a dagger that they will never recover from because it was a it was it was not only a loaded question but it was a perfect question to ask because it completely destroys the the narrative and the agenda of the left. Now we know why the left wants to abort babies. We know that it has nothing to do with a woman's choice. They could care less about any single person in this entire country. And if you think that our overbloated, overfed monster of a government, especially the communist Democrats, care even a little bit about any of you, you are sadly mistaken. They could not care less if you died today. And they could care less even more about the baby that's in your stomach. The only reason that the left and these communist Democrats want abortion to stay alive is because of the money that is made off selling the parts of these babies. And it's and as gross as that is, that's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. That is the truth of why the left says, my body, my choice when it comes to abortion, but everybody should get a vaccine so you don't hurt somebody else when it comes to the Fauci-funded China virus. It is the stupidest uh, argument in the world, uh, and, and they've been able to pull the wool over everybody's eyes. But the fact that Justice Thomas started with those two questions, does a mother have a right to ingest drugs and harm a pre-viable baby, and can the state bring child neglect charges against the mother, that was a death blow for the left. They did not expect uh, Clarence Thomas to say that, and uh, my hat definitely goes off to that man for starting the proceedings out like that, especially since that's very uncharacteristic of Justice Clarence Thomas. Ten years, he did not ask a single question in any proceeding, and then boom, comes out with fire like that god bless you sir um and also i'd like to say um what uh, soda mayor which is a uh, obama 
appointed uh, justice on the, on the Supreme Court. She had something very stupid to say after that. She said that the evidence and the proof of fetal pain during the murder of a baby, she didn't say that, that's my part. Her, her actual quote was, the evidence of, a fetal, of fetal pain during an abortion is not proof of life. You've all seen the video footage of these poor babies, and it makes me want to cry thinking about it. But you've all seen the video footage of these poor babies trying to get away from the, t the tools that are used to murder them and ultimately dismember them. You've seen the discomfort. You've seen the baby move. You've seen the baby uh, wither in pain and, 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 and writhe in pain, and it's... It breaks my heart to even talk about it. But this godless, disgusting woman said that the evidence of pain during an abortion is not proof of life. I would ask a person who's for abortion, what is the proof of life? What constitutes something being alive or something being dead? Now, the common sense part of you would answer, what's the difference between alive and dead? You would say, a heartbeat. You might say, breath in the lungs. You might say, able to move. All of the above would be right. The left, in their crazy way of thinking, would tell you that the proof of a child being alive is being outside of the womb. That's what they would say. They would say that a child does not have the ability to live outside the womb so it's not a child until it's born. What a stupid argument that is. Because what about people who are handicapped? What about people who cannot take care of themselves for their entire lives that are 30 and 40 years old? Should we kill them too because they can't take care of themselves? They can't live on their own? It's such a ridiculous argument. And one of the other things that Justice Clarence Thomas said that I am just completely in agreement with quote our abortion precedents are grievously wrong and should be overruled and what the left will never tell you is that roe v wade um judgment that happened so many decades ago the people that were for abortion at that time spent years trying to get that overturned this is nothing but a political um industry a political money-making industry for the left and it has to stop it has to stop now what I'm gonna do right now is I'm going to take you and show you what it looked like outside of the Supreme Court today with these left-wing nut jobs I, there's no words for what I'm about to show you you can watch for yourself check this out Ladies and gentlemen, that is the left out there, the crazy left screaming abortion pills forever, abortion pills forever, while they're all dressed in black. Every single one of them look like they haven't had the sun hit their skin in 20 years. They look like vampires who crawled out of a cave, and these people are out there celebrating that. Now, I want to I, I touch on something before this next break. Whether you believe that Roe v. Wade should have been a judgment or not, whether you believe in abortion or whether you don't believe in abortion, the one thing that was always the case when I was growing up was that we didn't sensationalize it. We didn't love it and we didn't celebrate it as it was a party. If somebody got an abortion, there was a reason behind that abortion. And, and sometimes that reason was, I just don't want to have a baby. I get it. But we didn't sensationalize it. We didn't, we didn't put it all on TV like it was a great thing. And we sure as hell didn't have parties 
surrounding the fact that people are murdering babies. Okay? It was kept silent and it was kept under the rug. And that's where it should be kept. Matter of fact, it should never happen to begin with. But if we're going to have it be legal in this country, we shouldn't celebrate and sensationalize it. That's what you saw during that video. You saw these people out there celebrating, partying, smiling, and loving the fact that they can just murder innocent, helpless, little poor blessings. And that, to me, is devilish. That is a demon in a human form. Because if you decide that you want to get an abortion because you don't have the money, you don't want to be a parent, your, par your, your father might you know, kill you, not kill you, but, but disown you, or whatever the reason may be, you don't go out there and be like, yay, I murdered a baby today, yay! But that's the difference between a majority of the people that call themselves Democrats and a majority of people that call themselves Republicans. On the Republican side, for the most part, a majority of us have a godly compass and we have a moral compass. And we don't sensationalize bad things. I've never looked at abortion as a good thing in my entire life. And nobody should. It's not a good thing. It should be a last resort decision if it's legal. It shouldn't be legal at all. But if it is, it should be a last resort decision. And you got these people out there, abortions forever! Abortion pills forever! And for that, ladies and gentlemen, for all you baby murders, murderers out there who like to sensationalize killing a helpless baby, this dumb, dumb award goes to you. And having said that, we're going to take our first commercial, our second, excuse me, our second commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for watching the show. I know it's a little bit of a different news show than what you're used to seeing, but that's okay because you're always going to get the truth here and you have that. Uh, you have my word on that. We will be right back with more Live from America right after this. Please stay tuned. Sandy says, all I can say is their day will come. Grammy 2008 says, I suffer every day. Um... Don't spread your legs if you don't want children. It's simple. That You're 100% right. You are 100% right. It doesn't get any more simple than that. These evil women probably don't believe... Oh, the comment went too fast. I'm sorry. DML just posted that uh, is leaning toward the new law. God is so good. Oh, the Supreme Court's leaning toward the new law. Yeah, I know they are. I know they are. And that, to me, makes me so happy. Because what you're going to see... You're going to see um, the left completely consumed by this and that's a good thing because they're going to be consumed so much of their time is going to be consumed into, into continuously trying to kill babies that they're not going to get anything else done because they're that crazy um osborne and eight or terry lynn says we love you jerry jeremy i love you too and osborne says coming in late hey you all how you doing good to see you um jeremy should say a prayer for them yes we will and we will at the end of the show please remind me uh because i get a lot a little caught up in the show um i might i might forget to do that northern lights you will see that baby in heaven so sorry uh I, i'm assuming that somebody else had an abortion as well at, at, at one point in their lives and, and i can tell you from experience i've been there i understand your pain i never Never, ever go a day without feeling that pain as much as I know I'm forgiven you guys have heard the story before you've seen me break down before and like I said nothing to me is more important nothing to me is more important than overturning Roe v Wade not the 2020 election not the 2022 or the 2024 election none of that none of that stuff is more important to me than overturning Roe v Wade just use the promo code LFA to buy slippers as gifts and got 50% off thank you so much Thank you so much. And I hope the people that you got those gifts for absolutely love them. Uh, Jeremy, I'm not what you would consider a wealthy man by any means, but if there's anything you need, will you please tell me or message me on Telegram? Love the show and our LFA family. You know what, Nick? You know what I need you to do? I need you to pray. That's what I need you to do. I need you to pray every single day for this world and the and and the and the uh, the the sad things that this world endures. That's all I ever need you to do, my friend, is just pray and be here and be de be dedicated to this show. That's all I ask. Um, it's a hard topic to talk about, isn't it? It really makes you think, doesn't it? Very, very, very hard topic to talk about. <clears throat> so, having said that, let's not talk about it anymore, <clears throat> and let's move on from that. <clears throat> welcome back to live from america ladies and gentlemen we were just talking during the commercial break with the social media audience and uh uh i gotta tell you it's a hard topic to talk about abortion 
murdering babies. And the reason why I say that, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why I say murdering babies, killing babies, dismembering babies, is because when you just say the word abortion, it doesn't hit home for a lot of people. When you say it as graphic as it is, people actually look at it in a completely different way. So if that offends you in any way, I'm sorry, because I know how hard this of a topic that is to talk about. Um, it's extremely difficult to talk about that stuff, I know, I know. Let's move on. Uh, remember during the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, not too long ago, when the judge banned NBC from the courthouse altogether over the fact that they were following the juror's bus, which actually constitutes as jury tampering and harassment, which is a big, big problem if you do that, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we now have video footage of that traffic stop of the producer who was guilty of doing just that. Now, seconds after the stop, he got so afraid, he snitched on, on, his, uh, on his employer, which is NBC. He snitched not only on NBC as a network, but also snitched on the person who ordered him to follow that bus. And that person is also a senior producer at NBC in New York City. Her name is Irene, uh, excuse me, Irene Byan, B-Y-O-N, Irene Byan. Seconds after the stop, and I mean seconds, this guy automatically said, oh, he snitched right away. And not only that, the cop that pulled over this guy actually had him call the NBC studio and call the senior producer to find out why in the H-E double hockey sticks this guy was harassing and following the jury's bus. I have the video for you. I'm going to pull it up right now. Here we go. This thing got high fast. Are you from Wisconsin, sir? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Where are you from? Atlanta. Atlanta? Okay. Alright. I mean, Dumbwood is my official where I flew up from. You flew up. What, what, what's, uh, what's the significance of you being here? I work for NBC. For NBC? NBC? Yeah. Okay. Are you a reporter? Producer. Producer? Okay. Alright. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So you, were you following a vehicle? I was trying to see. I was being called by New York going, maybe these people you need to follow up, but I, I don't know. I was trying to. You trying to what? Just do what they told me to do. New York told you to follow a vehicle? Yes. You're, what, your office is in New York or what? That's right. How did they know about this vehicle? I mean, it was discreet. I wasn't like, you know, you know talk to anybody or anything. Just trying to find a location. That's all. He was, he was told to follow somebody. This, he was told to follow this vehicle from his offices in New York. What office? Is the NBC office in New York? Mm -hmm. Do you have the, the person who told who called you and told you to do this? Yeah. You want to give me his information real quick? Call? Sure. Yeah, people are out in New York currently. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Hey, uh, law enforcement wants to talk to you. Okay. Hey, this is Officer Jones, Kenosha Police. We're trying to figure out what's going on here. Why you have a reporter or a producer following vehicles out here? It's, hold on, I'm, I'll put you on speakerphone because you're connected to this, this car. Now, can you go again? Um, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. Hi, officer. My name is Irene. I'm a booking producer with NBC News. Uh-huh. Um, we, we, we were just... And that's where the video stops, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, the, the moral of the story here is mainstream media is not only losing and hemorrhaging viewers day in and day out, which is destroying their companies, they're getting lawsuits day in and day out from people like Kyle Rittenhouse, Project Veritas, and many, many others, and they're not going to be able to sustain this much longer. And stuff like this is going to ruin a news network, especially if the network itself is responsible for making producers, journalists, and other people that they send out for committing crimes, trying to harass a bus full of jurors in a nationally televised case that holds 
massive implications for everything else in this world as it, as it pertains to, to racial division and racial divide. This is big news, ladies and gentlemen. This is bad news bears for them, and this is big news for the country. And you wonder why people like Real America's Voice News, people like RSBN, smaller news publications, you wonder why they're growing so fast. It's because of this kind of crap right here. And if you don't think this is going on forever, you're sadly mistaken. The only thing that's different today uh, from 10 years ago is Donald Trump pulled back that curtain and showed you that the guy behind the curtain was nothing but an old man pulling levers. Oh, like the Wizard of Oz. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Well, we're paying all the attention. And now these news companies, these fake news, mainstream, lamestream media companies are finally starting to feel the pain. This right here is going to result in some big, big problems for NBC. And it makes you wonder how long they've been doing this. How many cases have they influenced? How many jurors have they harassed, intimidated, bullied, and, uh, and, 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 and completely changed their minds uh, for a case? How long has this been going on? I call for a full investigation into NBC for this kind of crap, this kind of tactic that they use, because this should not be going on in the United States of America, and we need to thank Donald J. Trump. If anything else, we need to thank him for exposing the swamp. NBC, CNN, ABC, CBS, all of them, they're all part of that swamp that's in D.C. They work for them, they work with them, they work in tandem with them, and in some cases, they're the ones driving the narrative, and it's going to stop. It's going to stop, ladies and gentlemen. And that brings me to my next to my next story, which is the Democrats are in big, big trouble because of all of the exposing that Donald Trump did to them. And what do I mean by that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to blow your mind. Right now, we are up to 19 Democrats this year who have announced their retirement or have announced their resignation. You have to ask yourself why. Why are all these Democrats retiring or resigning? Why is word that Nancy Pelosi is going to be retiring early? Why is it that all of these Democrats all over the country in the House of Representatives and in the Senate, why are they all leaving? It's got to be obvious, ladies and gentlemen. They understand what we all know. The ship is sinking and they don't want to go down with it. 19. 19, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let me bring up the story and read a little bit about it for you. Okay? Um, the Democrats know they're in big trouble in 2022, so they are fleeing a sinking ship. Another House Democrat is retiring from Congress. Oregon Democrat Representative Peter DeFazio. If you live in Oregon, your Democrat Representative Peter DeFazio, the House Transportation Chair, is retiring, according to sources who spoke to the Punchbowl News reporter Jake Sherman. Representative DeFazio is the ninth 19th Democrat planning to retire next year. And of course, Jake Sherman broke this news. Oregon Democrat Representative Peter DeFazio, House Transportation Chair, is retiring, several sources say. Uh, earlier this week, New York Representative Tom Susie announced he will be leaving the third district seat to run for governor in 2022. And even CNN, ladies and gentlemen, is, is admitting that this is bad news for the Democrats. And they know what's about ready to happen in 2022, which is why you see them trying to save face by suspending Chris Cuomo, which is why you try they're, they're, they're trying to save face with siding with Steve Bannon and um, requesting that the DOJ be transparent in all of their records and documents that we talked about earlier. They're trying to do anything they can to stay relevant, get viewers back, and stay in business. And it's not going to work. It is not going to work. Just like Joe Biden's poll numbers will never go back up no matter what he does, the damage has already been done. Now, I don't know if that should put a smile on your face, if that is good news or if that's bad news. Because when these people do this kind of stuff, we lose as a country. But it, it does put a little smile on my face to know that some of these people are finally getting what is coming to them. Justice is finally being served. Speaking of poll numbers, ladies and gentlemen, let me read you the latest because this is going to be epically amazing when you hear this. Right now, according to uh, Trafalgar Group, presidential poll numbers look like this. Biden's poll numbers among independents, 29.3%. <laughs> Democrats, 
He's down to 65%. He was at 72% last week. He's now down to 65%. And amongst Republicans, he's sitting at abysmal 8.2%. That's incredible, ladies and gentlemen. That is absolutely incredible. Amongst independents, he's at 29.3%. There's no political capital there. There's no way to survive this. He, Kamala Harris, neither of them, regardless of what happens with the decertifications or the midterms, they're not going to run again in 2024 if they make it that long. Why? They have no political capital. They can't get anything done. They can't get anything done. Look how little they've been able to accomplish having three forms of government, the three branches of government. They really have not accomplished much, and they're not going to accomplish anything going into 2022 a, because it's an election year, and B, because we have them on their heels with the abortion case, and they're going to run headfirst into that. That's how stupid they are. That's how crazy they are. They'd rather murder babies than get things done for the American people. So, long story short, ladies and gentlemen, it is not looking good for the Biden regime and anybody surrounding it. 29% amongst independents. Uh, Bye-bye. It lets you know that... Nobody Nobody cares anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody's seen the damage. The damage is done. And uh, time to move on. On that note, we're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. We'll be back with more Live from America right after this. And we are going to highlight a very courageous young man from Michigan who unfortunately is no longer with us due to a school shooting. We'll talk a little bit more about that and much more when we come back right after this. Um... I want to read some of your comments on this little break here. Uh, Everything he touches turns to, you got that right. That's a great saying, isn't it? He never did anything good for Ohio. Um, I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, Oh, oh, you must be talking about the representative. Okay, okay. Um, Thank you for all the rumble rants. I've not not been able to catch them as they come in. Uh, It's a little harder to catch them in the evening show than it is the morning show. But I do thank you guys all for them. Again, you guys have put me so far ahead of my budget with things. It allows me to do a lot of other things like a West Coast tour for the Save America Freedom Tour coming up in January. Very expensive to go out west. But you guys are helping out, and I, I appreciate that very much. Um... Soros is shaking his head with the idiots that he has placed in government. If that isn't a true statement, I don't know what is. Uh, Hugh Dog says, no more poopity pants. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, love the freedom hoodie, bro. Thanks for the goodies you threw in, too. So you must have already got your hoodie. See how fast my wife works? She's fast at getting that stuff out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you've not seen the new items on JeremyHerald.com, Check it out. Go there now. There's going to be a lot more by December 15th. We're really working hard to make sure we have a complete store. Coffee cups, sweatpants, the whole nine yard, ladies and gentlemen. We're even getting more America sunglasses in finally. I miss wearing the sunglasses a little bit, don't you? It's just been a lot easier for me with the headaches that I was getting from the uh, from the blue lights to wear these. But um, we'll be getting a lot of those in as well. Uh, what difference does it make? It's the goal, Kitty Cat says. Um... Roxy says, pray for California. I feel the lockdowns will make a comeback like they were in March of 2020. I'm in Sacramento, California. For no more, Pray for no moronic lockdowns. I don't think you're going to see those lockdowns like you did even with these new variants. And the reason why is because all of those billionaires that lost all that money in 2020, they don't want to lose it again. So they'll just do, I think they're going to keep things open, but they're going to make you mask up and have vaccine passports. Definitely for sure. Uh, Ozfan says, Jeremy, would love to meet you on the West Coast. Well, we're going to be coming to Las Vegas and Phoenix in January. Las Vegas and Phoenix is what I know as of right now. There there may be more on that trip, but I will definitely keep you posted. And I am very, very, very excited to come out West. Very excited. All right, here we go. Let's come back to this. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. And uh, as promised, I uh, I want to take a moment to highlight a very, very brave young man by the name of Tate Meyer. Tate Meyer was one of the uh, the victims of the school shooting yesterday, along with two others who will never be able to experience the life that God gave them. And uh, Tate Meyer, this brave, her- courageous young man, reportedly died while trying to disarm 
the shooter. Now, as of right now, the shooter says that uh, the reports are that he will not comply uh, with cooperating with the, with the authorities. And that's sad to say. But let me show you a picture of this brave young man here. Here he is. Tragedy struck Oxford High School yesterday when a 15-year-old boy went on a violent rampage and killed three students, injuring eight others. And now it's been revealed that one of the victims, 16-year-old Tate Meyer, was reportedly killed while trying to disarm the shooter. After his bravery was revealed, he has received an outpouring of support nationally and in his community. And rightfully so, ladies and gentlemen. A brave young man trying to disarm somebody like that. Report says Tate was a wonderful young man who was tremendously hardworking and respectful. The Oxford Wildcat football team tweeted following his death. Quote, he was a tremendous football player, the brightest of futures, and was even a better young man off the field than he was on it. And that's rare these days, ladies and gentlemen. We loved, we all loved Tate. And he will be missed very much. Let me show you another picture of this incredibly brave young man. There he is in his football gear. Very, very sad. And now apparently it's up to four fatalities. Another person succumbed to their injuries today. I can't even imagine what must be going through those children's minds. And I'm not going to politicize this. I'm not going to talk about any politics as it surrounds this. All I'm going to say is it's very sad. And I would like to take a moment and have a moment of silence for Tate, the entire Oxford school, uh, students, the football team, the faculty, the family members, and everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Please join me in a moment of silence for these youngsters in this community. Lord and Heavenly Father, we ask you to comfort this community. Comfort the families of the victims. Comfort the school members, the friends, the teachers, everybody, as they go through this painful time. Lord, we ask that you remind them to reach out and lean on you during this time of tragedy. We ask that you cloak them in an armor of God moving forward. Protect them against any further tragedies and help them get through this incredibly difficult time, Lord. Through you, all things are possible. And I pray that you bless these families, touch their hearts, and remind them that you are there for them in these times, in this time of need. Amen. Another hard thing to deal with, ladies and gentlemen. Another hard thing to deal with. It really, it really, uh, having children in school, it really makes me wonder what would happen if, if something happened like that around here. And it could, it could very well happen. Let's just continue to pray. That's all we can do. Moving on from that, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to follow that up with some good news here. Of course, we had nothing but good news on this morning's show. And I want to continue talking about a little bit, uh, a little bit more good news right now. And that is this, a historic number of workers have become their own bosses amid the COVID-19 pandemic, according to the data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. As of October, this is good news, so this should put a smile on your face. As of October, there were about 9.44 million unincorporated self-employed individuals in the United States, per the Bureau's data. In the same month last year, there were about 8.78 million uncorporated self-employed individuals in the United States of America. The latest figures amount to a rise of 500,000 businesses since the start of the pandemic and an increase of 6% in self-employed, in the self-employed, while the overall U.S. employment total remains nearly 3% lower than before the pandemic. Furthermore, in October of this year, there were 432,101 business information applications filed in the United States, according to the data from the Census Bureau. In that same month last year, there were 414,195 applications filed to register new businesses. That means, ladies and gentlemen, 
that 500,000 people have decided, you know what, I am no longer going to be a slave to this overfed monster of a government. I am no longer going to be a slave to the system and I'm going to go out and I am going to start my own business. Now I know all of us can't do that. I know there's millions of people that would love to do that that can't do that for whatever reason. But for the ones that can, I applaud you. I want to say thank you very much for taking your destiny into your own hands and having uh, and finding a way to make a living for your family. And ladies and gentlemen, I, by the grace of God and by the, the, the incredibly kind, compassionate people that watch this show, I am one of those people that started a business since this pandemic started. And in doing so, I created something on my website called the American Strong Companies. And what that is, ladies and gentlemen, let me bring that up for you right now so that you can all see exactly what I'm talking about. Here we go. If you go to jeremyharrell.com, there's the site. Look at that little Santa hat there for the, for Christmas season. But all you have to do is scroll right over here, American Strong Companies. And I urge you, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a small business, if you're one of these people that started a small business, you can go here for free and you can put your business on this free directory. Now, right now, we have just 78 businesses since we've rebuilt the, the, uh, the, the back end of this. My goal is to have 250 businesses in here by the end of December. And by, uh, by January, by the end of January of next year, I'd like 500 businesses in here. You can create your own profile. You can manage your own profile at will. And tens of thousands of people see this website every single week. This is a free opportunity for you guys to go on here with your small businesses and upload them absolutely free so that you can get your business out there and especially if you're an online service or you can send things um, online if you can sell online this is a major tool for all of you and it's part of the reason why I created this seeing all these people lose their jobs seeing all these people uh, start a side hustle or start a side business and now it's become some of some of these people's primary business please visit the American strong page ladies and gentlemen it's truly amazing we're gonna take another quick break and we're gonna come back with one more incredible video from the state of Florida Ron DeSantis we'll be right back right after this Thank you very much. Uh, maybe we can Christmas shop on Jeremy's website. Well, that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, is if you go to jeremyherald.com, you don't have to just shop on my store. You can do a lot of shopping right there, and you can help other small businesses grow. It's truly an amazing thing to watch happen. Now, we had about 150 businesses in there before we retooled it and before we made it automatic for you to do it yourself. We're back up to 78 businesses. So please, ladies and gentlemen, spread the word. Go to the website, copy that link, and share it out to all your friends who have small businesses because all boats rise in this conservative movement. All boats rise in the new party. And I want to see people thrive, and, and I want to see people's businesses go through the roof in 2022. And it's just going to be a testament to how strong we are as a country and how determined we are to not let a government dictate how we make a living in our, in our families. So I, I, um, I appreciate you all very much for, for signing up for that. And uh, if, you, if you've been on there before and you want to go back on, uh, please go back on it and, and recreate it yourself. Um, Jeremy, how do we get Garrett Saldano on the war room? Well, if uh, if Garrett wants to be on the war room, him and I talk absolutely like four or five times a week, and I can help him get on there. I can at least send a request to the war room and their producers, and I think we should. I honestly think we should. So, Garrett, if you're watching, let's make that happen, brother. Um, I ordered from Patriot Foods yesterday with LFA. They have some neat gifts for Christmas. Yeah, they do. They have pre-made um, gift baskets and everything. It's it's quite incredible. Let me make sure that I have this video. Oh, I want to make sure I have this video ready of Ron DeSantis because, uh, man, this guy is on fire lately. He is absolutely on fire lately. Just make sure I got this here. There we go. All right. Welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I my prediction is by um, in 2028, Ron DeSantis will run for president and win the presidency. And the reason why I'm saying that, ladies and gentlemen, is because he's already running for, uh, for another term as governor, and I think he's got a lot of work in Florida that he still wants to do. And I know that Floridians are not about to let Ron DeSantis go, and hey, neither would I if he was my governor. But one thing about Ron DeSantis is much like Donald J. Trump, he says what a majority of Americans are thinking. He says what's on your mind. 
ladies and gentlemen. And that is what's going to make him win when he runs for the presidency. And I believe it'll be in 2028. However, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why I'm highlighting him today is because unlike the mainstream media and the rest of the world, he's not going to let people forget what happened in Waukesha, Wisconsin. He's not going to let people forget who perpetrated that murder, why they did it, and what that whole thing was about. And that is why I love this man. Let me go to a video uh, posted recently of Ron DeSantis highlighting exactly what happened in Waukesha, Wisconsin, and who's responsible for it. The SUVs, they just drive by themselves? This just kind of happened? And they say, oh, this was a big accident. Uh, you never actually hear the discussion about who committed this, uh, what was the motivation. Uh, this guy was a career criminal, let out on, didn't really have any bail, basically, should not have even been on the street, uh, had clear anti-white animus, uh, and this was an intentional act. And it seems like, you know, for corporate press, they're more apt to uh, characterize a parent who goes to a school board meeting to protest bad policies as a domestic terrorist than somebody who intentionally rams an SUV into a crowd of innocent people. So you have at least six have died. You have many more that have been injured. I know many people are in the hospital. And so uh, let's just be clear. This was not a car just driving in. This was an attack by a felon who did that, who should not have been on the street. And we'll see what the actual motivation was. Amen, Ron DeSantis. Amen. And that's what I love about this guy. He's honest. He's real. He says what we're all thinking, and he makes sure that we don't forget it. God bless you, Ron DeSantis, and God bless the state of Florida. Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. I want to say thank you very much for sticking with me tonight and every night here on Real America's Voice News. I will be back 11 a.m. bright and early Eastern time uh, for uh, Live from America tomorrow. And I want to say in the meantime, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a great night. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for your kindness and your compassion.